Previously on Nerdy 20, this campaign opens on the island continent of Tezra, which is ruled by the House of Tanlon. For the first 300 years of their rule, Tezra knew an unprecedented era of peace and prosperity. Until the nightmares plagued the lands. In an effort to combat this unseen enemy, the House of Tanlon sought the knowledge and help of the Kalishtar, a people well-versed in dream state. However, this was simply a ruse to place blame and achieve order during a chaotic time that had been. We focus at this moment near the town of Lockwood, the actions of House Tanlon resulted in the banishment of the totality of the Kalishtar to the Waste, a decision which has caused some division in the realm. With factions starting to be formed and political tensions rising, we focus at this moment on the town of Lockwood during their All Hallows End Festival, and with it, the introduction of the first three of our heroes. Melicia, the 335-year-old Shadarkai elf who hails from the forest of Formanos and was once a member of their guard. During the nightmares, some elves found themselves in a comatose state and couldn't wake up, resulting in disfigurement. The color and vibrancy of skin, hair, and eyes are all but gone. Even to look like walking ghosts. Lysian is here in Lockwood. Now six heroes have been introduced. We focus at this moment. <clears throat> we focus at this moment near the town of Lockwood where are now six heroes have been introduced. Dusk and Dawn, the 18-year-old tiefling twins who are as bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as anyone can be. Dusk and Dawn, Dusk and Dawn, Dusk and Dawn. Dusk and Dawn, the 18-year-old tiefling twins, who are as bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as anyone can be out in the world, never seem to be far from one another longer than they can help. Parting from the circus and away from their adopted orc mother bunny, parting from the circus and away from their adopted orc mother bunny, the twin sisters are quickly finding that their spontaneity and the twin sisters are quickly finding that their spontaneity is sweeping them up into an adventure they never saw coming. Cal Shazar, a mid-70-year-old human wizard who was once a farmer, stands tall at six foot two. Much of Cal has yet to be unraveled, but what is known is his heart is larger than his appearance may deceive. Though he's large and stacked with muscle, Cal simply seeks life's simplest pleasures and the beauty 
of his past daughter's Daisy and the world he explores. Take it away, Jesse. All right. Welcome back, guys. As you guys know, we had run two separate sessions, both of the groups merging or converging into one location, which is where all of our heroes are picking up currently. Um, So all of the players should be able to see a scene out in front of them. So we have Cal and Dawn had uh, stepped through a chest and they ended up overlooking out of a glass pane window, uh, which is also where uh, we have Nalesian and Zog as well. Um, So when Dawn and Cal appear out of the chest, uh, you guys look to your right and you see two other characters. You don't know who they are. Uh, And then looking out in front of you through the glass pane window, you're on an upper level, maybe second or third story of this building that you're looking into, the room that you're in. Uh, You look through the pane and you see another character hanging upside down by his ankles via manacles. So he is hanging upside down, suspended over air. When you look out the pane, you see this expanse of kind of like ankle deep water uh, surrounding these two different platforms with elemental beings you guys have not seen before. Where you guys are positioned, you would not be able to see anything below. You you can see everything in this area out here. You can't see all of this down below you just yet from the vantage point that you're at. Um, we'll say that you're not standing close enough to the pane, but because of where you guys have landed, uh, you do look out the glass pane, you see good old Yana hanging upside down here, and you see these elementals down here that are a little bit new to you. You've not seen them before, and that is where we are going to kick off. Uh, So the four of you guys are all in a room together um, in your equivalent pairing uh, on when you showed up. And then, like I said, Yana, you are hanging upside down, suspended above the scene that you see below you. Do I see them? Or Or am I like in the back face of them? Am I like twirling in a circle? Yeah, so picture Thor Ragnarok, um, and you are slowly spinning, kind of, like Thor did at the beginning of that movie. Uh, So your character's spinning. So depending on when, if that's what you're looking at, if you're looking at the pain, um, you could see them. Uh, If you're not looking at the pain and you're looking down, you have no idea that they're looking at you. Okay. Elysian! Zog! Help! Rolo, how am I supposed to do this without you? Where is that? Oh my god. Oh my. Can we hear him? Anybody that is attempting to hear, roll me a perception check. Six. I'm going to roll two because I'm looking for Dusk right now. 
Okay. Seven. You hear a muffled something. You guys don't recognize it as uh, Yana's voice. Um, and what did you roll, Dawn? Uh, 19. You dirty bastards. Did you take my sister? Where is she? It appears we're not alone, Zog. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, what did you do with George? What is this, George? No, you guys are getting everything confused. I am looking for my sister. You are the only people we've seen since coming here. Okay, and you guys are the only ones that I have seen, and I'm looking for my sister, so clearly you have taken her, and she is being held hostage, and Mr. Wizard, you do now magic. Uh, oh, you, you, um, I think there's some confusion. You see, uh, the, the young little girl here is very confused. We are all very confused. Why are you guys just standing there? Why? So at this point, you have witness movement on the other side of the glass pane. Uh, so for those of you that did not know where Yana was, you guys have now laid your eyes on him uh, as you've surveyed the room just a little bit. Uh, he is hanging suspended upside down. I need all of you guys to roll me another perception check and an arcana check at the same time. So go ahead and give me both. Hang on, George. Me too? Uh, yes, we'll have you do it as well. 18 and 16. Okay. And in that is it in that order of perception and then the arcana? Correct. Okay. I got 23 and 11. 18 and 21. I had 19 and 13. 20 and 4. Perfect. So anybody that rolled below a 15 on the arcana check did not see this. The people that rolled above a 15 on the uh, perception see another set of chains that are hanging next to Yana shift a little bit. There's nobody attached to them um, that you guys can see. If you rolled over a 15 on the arcana check, dusk flickers in and out for just a second attached to those same chains hanging upside down next to Yana for just a moment. Guys? Um, but everyone now has seen Yana. The perception checks allowed you guys to see that kind of tucked back here behind you guys are two sets of stairs um, leading out of this room. Other than that, it's the only entrance or exit to the room that you guys see. And describe again, in front of us is a ledge or like glass? So imagine that you're out on a balcony, but that balcony is surrounded by a giant pane of glass. So it's like, it is like the edge of a balcony, but the balcony you can't get through because there's glass in front of you. So you could step closer to the glass. You guys are about five to six feet away from the glass at the moment. I want to try and break it. Okay. How are you going to attempt to break it? With my mace. With your mace. Okay. Get it. And I got an 18. Okay. Um, I guess, are you just melee attacking it? Yeah, running up to it screaming. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> oh my. Uh, so. That's pretty good. I mean, roll your damage. Ooh. Looks expensive. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Seven. So you run up screaming. Uh, you take out your mace and you pummel the glass. Nothing happens. Your mace hits it and bounces off. You don't see any scrapes or marks on the glass. This was your doing, wasn't it? You big, you big bear over there. Whoa. <laughs> I don't... Zog seems to be many things, but uh, I don't think he did this. What is a Zog? I... That, that's a Zog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dawn just tried to break the glass to no avail. What do you guys want to do next? Did her mace do anything? I missed. Yeah, did I feel anything when I hit it either? No, it, uh, did you feel anything? Does it have magic about it? Or like, did anything happen no. as a result? Okay. 
No, I mean, it. you hit it and you're like, it was kind of like one of those strikes where you're, it rebounded pretty heavily when you hit it, but no damage to the glass. I don't know what to do. Maybe we can all try hitting it at one time. Well, try it again. No, Zog, not again. It doesn't work. Well, George, George is over there. We'll find another way. Uh, Zog, I don't know if you can hear me, but uh, I really could use a handhold right now. Do I hear him? Uh, I mean, you guys have all now heard him. Now that you guys have kind of taken in your surroundings, if he's raising his voice, you guys can hear it. And like I said, there are two staircases behind you guys leading out of the room that you're in, and that's where the voice is coming through. So like you can hear it kind of like wafting up through the entrances to the room. All right. And I I can see wit, right? Yes, you can see what you can see everything that's happening down in this area. They have not seen it yet. When uh, Dawn ran up to it to hit it, she wasn't paying attention to the ground below. She was focusing on the glass. Uh, so nobody has walked close enough to the pane of glass to look down and to have any idea of what's going on. It's almost like a Romeo and Juliet style situation where there's this balcony. There's somebody hiding under it, essentially, is what I'm getting at. They're not trying to hide. You guys just can't see them because of the, the height difference. Nelisian will turn around and walk down the stairs and say, all right then, let's go. I want to turn to Zog really quick as he's walking away and say, does that thing belong to you? And point at him suspended in the air. Oh, that's George. (laughs) That is your George. Hold on. I'm um, (laughs) going to turn to where Jan is hanging and just shout out, uh, hang on, George. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm feeling lightheaded. Wit. Wait, is that you? What What are you getting at? Is that why you wouldn't tell us was in this house? Because you wanted to hang me upside down? Are you trying to eat me? What is going on? Wit is going to kind of look at you with irritation and just hold up a finger and be like, not right now, bard man. Do not give me that finger one Shut more up. time. I deserve answers. What is going Shut on? Shut up. I want to talk to Zog again. <laughs> and say, did your George take my desk? Uh, what, uh, what is that? That is my sister. Oh, D- Tusca. Oh. I believe these people are also, uh, disgruntled and confused. Well, uh... I would like to point out I'm probably at the bottom of the stairs now. Perfect. Uh, did you go out <laughs> the left or the right set of stairs? The left one. Okay. You are down on the lower level now at the bottom of the stairs there. I don't know what everyone else wants to do. I'm gonna follow, uh, Nelisian. Let's, let's go. He, he, he knows what to do. <laughs> Cal, what should we do? I suppose we should follow the people that look like they know what they're supposed to do. Yeah, but what if they stole Dawn at dusk? (laughs) 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 The sister gets confused herself. (laughs) Dusk Dawn. What if they stole dusk? Well, if they stole them, then let's follow them and see. Okay, you are pretty old, so you must know things. Uh, uh, Yes. Let's go with that. Thank you. Okay, so are you guys going down the staircase behind you, or are you guys going down the same staircase they went down? Let's go down the same staircase. Mm-hmm. So you guys come down the staircase here. So now you are on the ground floor 
what you guys can see off to your left, you see a bunch of dark magenta-esque colored elementals surrounding this being who you guys have never seen before standing here. Uh, you guys recognize Hoyd slash Wit over here. He is also surrounded by the same magenta colored elementals, except for one that's standing off to his right. And then you are now looking up at Yana, still hanging upside down. Guys, I am getting really lightheaded. You buffoon! You got us trapped again! Oh, no, <laughs> not right now. I don't have the patience for this. Rolo, I mean, the Lysian Zog, please help me. What does the guy look like, by the way, that's closest to us, the big guy? Um, okay, so you are looking at a gentleman that is clad in complete gold armor with a gold trident on his back. He looks very regal to you. Um, it's like the picturesque image of what a king would look like to your knowledge. He holds himself very well. He has hair that he has kind of pulled back into like almost a top knot on the back of his head to kind of keep it up, assuming that he's wearing a helmet very similar to the way that old knights would have done at the time. Uh, he's holding the helmet off to his side. The armor that he's wearing, the best way to describe it is it looks like a giant insect. It looks like he's wearing insect carapace on him, but it's all decked out in gold. You can't see the front of the helm from here. You can only see the back, but it matches in color. He has not turned around to look at you guys yet. He's still focused on uh, wit in front of him. The elementals there in front of you have taken note of you, but they've gone back to focus on the conversation happening in front of them as well. Hmm. I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to, I'd like to call out to Hoyd. Okay. Uh, so you're walking. What are you saying to Hoyd? Say, uh, hey, hey, Hoyd, who's, who's the big guy? So he looks at you as well uh, and is like, I will get to that in a second. Just tell your friend George or whatever you want to call him. Tell him to shut up. Tell him to stop talking. I swear to God, Wit, if you give me that finger one more time. <laughs> Hell hath no fury than a Yana who can't move! I want to use thaumaturgy to yell at him and say, Hey, please shut up for a second. What the fuck was that? Mm, Yana doesn't shut up. I don't think he can. <laughs> at that point, you guys... So when Zog addresses uh, Hoyd, the character in front of you guys slowly turns around to take a look at you guys as you guys are walking into the room. I mean, he goes, It's about time your apprentices joined us, Wit. Do you think that they are ready for what is ahead? As the contract states, they better be. I'm not listening. I'm just walking. You're not listening. Okay. You're walking that way. Um, so as you're shifting that way, these move to kind of intercept at the front of the bridge. They're elementals. They are. Mr. Wizard, can we can we go forward too? Yes. I'm gonna try to keep walking past him. You're gonna walk forward. Yana, with his hands dangling up, is kind of grasping at Elysian. He's like, I knew you'd come for me, Elysian. I told you we were best friends. <laughs> Help me get down. Patience, Yana. So as you walk through, uh, roll me an Arcana check as you're attempting to pass through the elementals. Fifteen. So as you are passing through the elementals, you get 
an immense amount of dread. You're passing through, and the best way to describe what you're feeling is maybe the most sorrowful you've felt in your life. You feel that when you pass through them to where it's almost debilitating. Okay. Uh, but you you do make it through. No, nothing happens, just that feeling when you pass through. Done. Let us go f- follow our way to that chained man. Perhaps that chained man will lead us to our own chained friend. Yeah, let's follow the big guy, and we can maybe stand behind him. Let's go. So as you guys are making your way that direction, you guys keep going as far as you want. So what you guys are hearing, so um, the character turned and looked at you. He addressed you guys. And as you guys are walking, the conversation still continues where Wit is standing there and is like, well, I think they're going to be ready, but it doesn't matter what your opinion is. We signed a contract, Odium. I've held up my end. Now I need you to release her. And if you don't, there's going to be hell to pay. And at that point, uh, the little elemental figure next to him shifts a little bit and you see a little, essentially the equivalent of a little female standing next to him in blue form. She's still very tiny, about the size, like picture Master Chief talking to to Cortana. This is about the equivalent of what you're getting from this, but they look like they're preparing. And then the four elementals behind Wit, when he says that, he is not paying attention to them. He's stepped up a little bit along with his little elemental. These things have also started to don the equivalent of elemental armor as well, but they don't move. And that's what you guys have heard at this point. Um, And at that point, uh, Odium is also walking a little bit closer to Wit as he's walking, clearing a little bit of a space for you guys to walk by. But these elementals are still blocking the bridge here. Um, I am going to uh, have an internal thought of, why haven't you tried any of the tools I've given you? And Yana is going to say, I'm tired of this. He's going to bend up a little bit. And I'm going to Eldritch Blast the chain attached to my Okay. Uh, roll to hit. Uh, seven. Seven. Okay, that does. I mean, you you hit it. Uh, give me uh, damage. Nine. Uh, so you hit it. Uh, the you feel the vibration of the Eldritch Blast uh, rattle the chains. It doesn't seem like it loosens. The chains warm up just a little bit from being hit with the Eldritch Blast, but they're still holding steady. Well, then Yana very defeatedly will go limp and go. <laughs> I tried all I can do. How high? Um, so he's suspended about five feet above you guys. So he's a very far distance away from the ceiling. The ceiling is way up there, but distance-wise, uh, he's hanging roughly about five feet from you guys up in the air. Um, and remind me, who is carrying the lanterns that you guys found in your first couple of sessions? Alex has the lantern. Okay. We have a lantern? You do. I have the lantern. Okay, and what are you doing with the said lantern right now? Is it? It's on on my belt. I never put it out, but it's hanging. So it's hanging on my belt. I want to get out my crossbow and point it at Hoyt or Wit. Okay. And say, you deserve to give me answers. You brought us here, and I can't find my sister. You better start talking right now. Easy, Don. Easy. If I let's talk to the man first. It seems like there's some misunderstanding or perhaps um he's also confused no fire do it <laughs> do it fire at him he did that to us too he's he doesn't tell us up. i will fire if you do not tell me what happened <gasps> someone do something so um at that point hoyt is gonna look at dawn and he's gonna be like little one you have to trust me on this if i focus on the answers that you want now this is going to turn out very poorly how dare you patronize her? 
Tell her where her sister is. Fire at him. Attack him. Go. Can I roll an insight? Yeah. Yeah. Roll me an insight. Mm, 13. What are you checking for? If he's being honest. To the best of your knowledge, the way that he's addressing you and talking to you doesn't feel like it has shifted from what led you to trust him in the first place. You don't glean much insight from that check, but you do know that it feels about, you feel that you're talking to the same person that you were talking to that led you to the house in the first place. So you can trust him as far as you had trusted him up to this point is what I'm getting at. Okay. But I need to know the minute that you guys have or have not passed through the same elementals at the front of the bridge before addressing Hoyd or if you are on the other side of them. Uh, I do want to get to Yana as my first priority, but um, okay. I just wanted to respond to what Dawn is saying. I'm going to yell out, uh, yeah, that Hoyd is, uh, he's kind of, he's kind of fishy. He doesn't tell you much. I know. He leaves, leaves stuff out. In fact, I would say he leaves a lot of us hanging. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> well, you better tell me how to help my sister right now. If I can trust you, you better tell me what I can do to get her back. It's up to you to decide if you trust me. You can't. It's in the contract, which I will get to shortly. I just need to finish this conversation. And at that point, he's closed the distance. Uh, he's like right up in front of Odium's face now. So. Don, let me ask you again here real quick. When you asked that question, had you passed through the elementals in front of the bridge? Yes or no up to that point? No. No, okay. Uh, I want to sort of step in front and, and ensure that she's not too hasty. I say, listen, Don, we, we know not where Dusk is yet. Either we listen to him and find a way, or I suppose we don't know what to do because we don't know where she is. She'll slowly lower her, her crossbow. Okay. And Zog and Elysian is like underneath me right now, right? Yeah, they're underneath you. And how, how high am I suspended? There's about a five foot gap between you and them. I can reach him. I, I can uh, jump seven feet up. Okay. So I'm gonna do that. So and grab onto the chains. Okay. Cool. So you are, give me, if you're jumping up to try to grab the chains, I'm going to have you, so right, let me ask you this. So to get to the chains, you have to clear Yana's body distance as well. So it's Yana's hands hanging upside down are roughly, his head and arms, forearms are roughly about five feet, but you would have to grab onto Yana first before grabbing the chains. So the chains aren't five feet away. Well, me and Yana are probably the same height. And if I can high jump seven feet, then I can grab his feet. Yeah, we're we're five ten and it's average. <laughs> and if I if I start to fall Zog's arms, like he's got a ten foot reach, so boy could just lift me up there probably. <laughs> Give me uh, an athletics check for hanging on to the chains. Yeah, that's an 11. Okay. You have a very loose grip on them right now. You don't feel like it will hold, but, but you do have a handhold on them right now. Because part of it is that they're chain link. So you have a little bit of like a couple little finger holds you can kind of take advantage of right now. But yeah, that's about where you're at currently. So you're hanging on to the chain. I want to try to undo it. Okay. So you're looking for essentially the locking mechanism around his ankles. Yeah. And I'm going to say, Zog, get ready. Please don't miss me. George, you know reach my hand up uh, to hold George's hand. <laughs> oh. Hey, buddy. I've missed you. If, if you grasp my hand, I'm going to pull. Okay. How are you going to attempt to unlock it? Are you going to try to... Are you going to try to lock pick it? Uh, I don't know. Is, do I need to lock pick it? What? It is locked. 
Well, let's see. I do have thieves tools that I am proficient with, even though I'm not one of those things. Okay. So yeah, I'll try to block pick it. Take your time, Nelisi, and looking in your bag for whatever you need. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so give me... And you asked about our lantern earlier. Mm-hmm. Did it reveal anything where I was at? No, not so... where you were at. It depends oh. on what you're doing with it right now, though. Is it still by your side? Yeah, it's just on my belt, bro. <laughs> just wanted to make sure. It's probably smacking me in the face right now. Get your lamp out of my face, Alicia. Just roll me a dex roll for lockpicking here. Plus my proficiency. Yeah. Uh, so that is an 18 plus whatever, plus two. 20. Perfect. You do. You get the manacle that you were working on unlocked. You hear a little bit of a clicking sound. Mm-hmm. Is that a good noise? No. So you can start moving. You're hanging pretty much. You can tell that all of your weight has now shifted to your one chained ankle there, Yana. Um, so when it shifted, you can tell that yeah, you're kind of lopsided now. Uh, this is worse. This is worse. Oh, God. Hold on. Uh, please hurry. Stop moving. I wish that I could. <laughs> I'm going to start pulling like hard. Oh, <laughs> oh God. No, Zog. Zog. No. Okay. Oh, don't know, Zog. <laughs> Are you moving to the next one now, Nelesian? Yeah. Okay, roll me another uh, dex check. Come on. Oh, let's go. 21 that time. Yeah, snaps right out. And I'm going to say, because you were in the middle of, roll me a dex saving throw to see if you grab onto the, the chain again to stop yourself from falling. Okay. Um, if not, you guys are both going to be tumbling down onto Zog here in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Nice, okay. You don't <laughs> grab onto the chain. Um, so Yana comes detached and immediately falls into Zog's waiting arms. Huh? Um, Nelisian, you come kind of like crashing down. You hit Zog's shoulder on your way down and just kind of like tumble to the floor. You don't take any extra damage. You feel like you're light enough on your feet that it didn't matter, but you did crash into Zog's shoulder on the way down. Okay. But yeah, now you have Yana undone. You're free. Oh my god. Oh, blessed be. Thank you so much. Okay. Now watch this. And then Yana pulls up his fist and he tries to Eldritch Blast Wit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll the hit. I, I did wink Nelesian as I was doing it if he wants to intervene, but. Nah, I don't like him. Roll, roll the 12. Okay. Your Eldritch Blast. Um does it fires out in front of you passing through the central elemental here um and it hits it's on target to hit wit um the elemental over here vanishes for a half second and pops up on this side and the little warrior figure um throws up a tiny shield and it's almost like the parting of the Red Sea, your Eldritch Blast hits it and veers off in kind of like a split like she intercepted, um, making contact with this guy, with this little elemental over here, um, and also hitting Odium. Um, it did not hit Wit. Uh, Odium kind of like looks down and he goes, I'm going to give you a second to rethink what you're doing. I don't recommend going this route. Uh, and at that point, this little elemental is making his way over your direction, and he looks pretty angry. I don't recommend wet blocking next time. I, um, Dawn is going to run over 
and block between uh, Yana and Wit and say, please stop. I don't like him either. He's being very shifty, but he's the only one who knows where my sister is. Please, let's just let him do what he needs to do. I am on your same page. I want to shoot him right in his stupid face, but we have to wait. Yana, they are also missing someone. <laughs> just like you were stolen. All right, fine. Uh, I noticed the little ghost that blocks the shot, and I want to do an arcana check to see what that little Cortana girl is. Okay. <laughs> Give me... 25. 25. Um, when you do the arcana check, you get a sense of pure delight from the elemental being and that it feels like everything that it has done has been the honorable thing to do. It's very... You don't get any ill intent from this little elemental creature that just blocked for wit. Uh, feeling the sensation, Cal falls to his knees. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Why is that bushy man crying? I want to run over to him. Cal, are you okay? That elderly man's having a stroke. It's... It's beautiful. So... In that moment, when that happens, uh, the little figure vanishes from everybody's eyesight, um, pops up over here, and the little creature is now sitting on your shoulder there, Cal, and she whispers, and she's like, Oh my god, you can see me? Oh, yes. What are you? You're so delightful. You reminded me of me, Daisy. Uh, so you guys cannot hear this conversation. You hear Cal talking to himself. You don't know who he's talking to. Cal, while this is happening, she talks to you and she goes, Don't tell the others yet, but I'm a Spren. Some know me as an honor Spren. And you don't, nobody else hears this. It's just Cal hears this at the moment. And at that point, the conversation between uh, Wit and Odium continues for just a second, and Odium is like, as long as you hold up your end of the bargain, Wit, you will have what you're asking for. And Wit looks at him and he goes, Odium, that's not what I said. I said, you release her now or I do nothing else. Odium reaches back and backhands Wit, knocking Wit to the ground. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wit is now on the ground. The piece of paper that Wit had been holding kind of burns for a second and vanishes, uh, and he Wit's not moving currently. He's on the ground, laying prone. Uh, Odium turns to you guys, um, and he addresses, he goes, whether you're ready or not, you have a decision to make, and it will shape the way that dreams are interpreted from here on out. Um, and he snaps his finger, and he vanishes, along with the four elementals right next to him, um, and that is what you guys see. That wasn't ominous at all. That was... Cal, you're talking to yourself. Are you okay? No, I'm not. I've been touched by Grace. <laughs> Tell me, little sprint. Should I cast a healing spell on you? You're being kind of weird. What can I do for you? Me? How can we help you? I'm talking to you right now. Not you. No, not you. What the heck? Don't, don't help me. Help Wit. Wit is in trouble. As you wish, little fairy. I'm going to go to Wit and start shaking him. Okay. Now, keep in mind, none of you heard that. That was Cal's the only one that's heard help Wit. So if you would have gone to run to Wit, that's totally fine. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I, I want answers. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Go get him, Sog. Wait. Cal also runs over to Wit, um, and it drops his staff near him and holds Wit <laughs> in his arms. Are you okay, Wit? So, so you get this moment where you have Cal running towards Wit. You have Zog running towards Wit. Zog does get there first. Longer legs, uh, less feeble. And longer arms. And longer arms. So what did you want? You were wanting to sh try to shake him awake. Was that what you were attempting to do, Zog? Yeah. Okay. So you grab Wit, I'm guessing, by the shoulders. You give him a nice shake. As you kind of pick him up off the ground uh, to shake him, the side of Wit's face that got backhanded by Odium is a bloody disaster. He's bleeding from about every spot on the, I guess it would be the right side of his face at the moment. And it looks like his right cheek has actually been caved in a little bit. I'm over there too, I followed Cal. So at that point, he kind of blinks awake from being shook. And that's kind of when Cal and Dawn get there as well. Uh, so I don't know what you guys want to do, but that's kind of the way that the events unfold. So Wit is conscious. He is looking like he has seen better, but he is conscious at the moment. Better rip his arms off, Sog. Wait, what? What is this? Where are we? What is this place? Who is the big golden man? Who is that little ghost? Who are these little <laughs> purple guys? What is any of this? What, what contract were you talking about to that guy? <laughs> so... <laughs> So while Wit is being gently embraced by Cal, he is attempting to answer the flood of questions that's happening. Who are these people? Uh, uh, one question at a time, please. I did. I did ask one question at a time. That was a series of single questions. Big Bugbear Man, I think he needs a woman's touch, and I want to, like, shove past, and I cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay. Um, that absolute simp. How dare you? <laughs> And that is, ooh, ooh, that is 11 points of healing. Okay, perfect. So as you lean in, uh, you cast Cure Wounds. Um, you have stopped the bleeding. The face still doesn't look super great at the moment. It looks like it's going to need quite a bit more time and maybe honestly probably some surgery to correct some of the stuff that happened. But you have stopped the bleeding. And he goes, okay. Well, first off, thank you. I needed that. It's been a long time since I've had my jaw dislocated in that manner. Um, he goes, so I said one question at a time, and while yes, the letter of the law is you did ask one question at a time, what would you like the answer to first? And he points at the bugbear. He's like, you, I'm talking to you. You asked one, sure, one question at a time. Didn't have a chance to answer. What would you like to know first? What is all of this? <laughs> ah, so we went from asking one question at a time to asking all of the questions as one. So first off, I'm sorry you had to, you were not supposed to see that. Guy, golden armor, his name is Odium. He is, long story short, who we believe, um, me and my uh, companions, uh, one you have met, Alcorex, and uh, some of the others you have not met. We believe he is the cause of the disruption with the dream world that happened centuries ago. We haven't been able to pin it to him, but we've been attempting to talk him through the process. As you can see, 
He is very to the letter of the law, hence the contract. And he kind of like flourishes his hand for a second and he hands this to Zog. You can check it if you want to. It's not going to make any sense. This is the contract. These purple things that you are asking about are one of many of what we call Sprin. I think some of you have seen my friend as well. And he kind of like holds his hand out like this. I need all of you guys to roll me a perception check and then to tell me your alignment as well, your character alignment. 19. Nat 20. 18. 21. There's a nine. And then I know it's a loaded question. We can metagame this later if we need to and go back and fix this. I know we haven't dove into the deeper recesses of a lot of people's character backgrounds yet. Let me ask you this. Instead of you guys, is anybody aligned not neutral or to the good side? Is somebody more kind of like, I guess, evil for lack of a better term right now? We can kind of metagame again, go back and make adjustments here. I'm just trying to look to see what everyone's general alignment is right now. I think that if I had to give an answer at this juncture, I'd say chaotic neutral for Yana, but I would need to think about it a little bit harder if that's a good starting point. Okay, same. Yeah. That's about where I'm at as well. Okay. Maybe more chaotic good, but the individualist aspect of... It's more on the, the lower half of the alignment spectrum, but um, not evil. Okay, cool. So when he holds out his hand, you guys all do see the little blue elemental figure pop back up again. And he goes, this is what I know of Sprin. This is what we have gleaned. And he kind of like whips his other hand out and another parchment kind of folds out in front of him. Same way to the contract. And he hands it to one of you. So to clarify, in world, um... Hoid handed us a sheet of paper. Yeah, so the first thing that he handed you, Zog, you're in control of the contract that he had been talking to Odium about. So you technically have a piece of paper nobody else has seen. Um, okay. But then that other piece of paper with the notations of the sprin is being passed around. We assume all of you guys have seen it at this point and read what you wanted. But you are holding the contract that that he had that that's the contract that wit had been holding in front of hoyd shouting at him about was that contract so you have that at some point you've had both in your hands but you do have that for now we're going to do the next portion of the session is molly is molly back yeah she's sitting there look, look right there yeah see her 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 screen is her screen is black on my so oh, why don't you guys update back your off. shit breath yeah how about she back off all right her screen is black she, she, she's tired of Yana already. She's got you straight muted. Block. Yeah, right. Yeah, Mute. she just immediately just pushes you <laughs> and is like, whatever. Um, it's absolutely fucking rude. I'm going to start this next session off giving a kind of a quick rundown for the viewers as to what the piece of paper is that you guys are pushing or passing around. And then I will give you guys a moment to discuss as openly as you guys normally would about what your characters would reveal. We'll, we'll just dive in. Wit is being cradled in Cal's arms, trying to answer all of Zog's questions to the best of his ability. Due to his shaken state, uh, he is rattling off his answers, probably not in the same vein in which Zog originally asked the questions, but the last question that was proposed is what are these 
elemental things in which Wit had handed a piece of paper to the group as a whole. The group of paper that was passed around had five elemental or Spren-esque style classes attached to it with a little bit of a description on the notes that Wit and his companions had compiled over the years that they'd been studying these. The note itself listed off Honor Spren, which served the Windrunners. They listed the High Spren, which served the Skybreakers. Elegant Spren, which served the Edge Dancers. Cryptic Spren, which served the Light Weavers. The Bind Spren, which served the Bond Smiths. Something to note about each of these in order. Uh, I will go through it again. The Honor Spren and the Windrunners their primary attribute written on the sheet is protecting. It lists a couple of other things. The key note is that the Windrunners are run by somebody by the name of Kaladin. The High Sprint that served the Skybreakers, their primary attribute is being just. Justice, being just about your actions. They are led by a being called Zeth. The Elegant Sprint that served the Edge Dancers, their primary attribute is love or loving attribute. Uh, they are led by somebody by the name of Lift. That one is a little bit different if you guys are spelling that one out. Same with Zeth. Um, Zeth is uh, Z-E-T-H. Lift is L-Y-F-T. The Cryptic Sprin that served the Light Weavers, their primary attribute is creativity or creatives. Uh, they are led by somebody of the name Shalon. S-H-A-L-L-O-N. Bind Sprin that served Bondsmith. Their primary attribute is pious. Um, it's the ability to stand up essentially for what you believe in at all costs. And then it is led by a being called Dalinar. So those are the five that we have knowledge on. Um, that is not to say that that encompasses all of the sprint that you may come to meet throughout the world of Tezra. But on that piece of paper, that is what Wit handed you. And the contract, kind of the nuts and bolts of the contract that Zog is holding is you're looking at a piece of paper that essentially says any willing participants that would sign and agree to said contract will take on a sprint of their choosing in the Radiant class of their choosing. The Radiant class is that of the Windrunners, Bondsmith, so on and so forth. Wit's portion of the contract is he is signing up abled and willing bodies to fight the fight against Odium and the extent of attempting to correct the damage that was done to the dream world. The contract is important because the life essence of a sprint is bound by contract. Uh, so if the contract is broken, so is the sprint's spirit and your ability to bond with them over the time period that you choose to embody said contract. So that's kind of what it's dictating is it's pretty much saying because of the laws of the universe, you have to sign this because there is powers that be that are beyond our control. And for the sprint to agree to come into action to help, they need a written contract and a signature and or signing of your guys's willingness to help with the cause essentially is what's going on. Nobody has to sign the contract. Wit is willing to answer any additional contracts you have, but that's kind of the gist of the contract that you see there mixed with the notes that they have. At that point, Wit holds up his sprint and is like, as you can see, I signed the contract myself. I have a sprint that some of you guys have had the pleasure of meeting. Some of you will get to know your sprint on a deeper level, but I did have to sign a contract to have this. Uh, and I can say that they have gotten me out of quite a couple of pinches along the way. 
It is your choice to make. I hold you to no standard that I wouldn't take myself. I am sorry that I couldn't answer these questions sooner, but because of the legality of this, you had to stumble across the sprint yourself, which is why I threw you into this house without any answers. As for your friend, and he points at Dawn, she is also hanging there. You guys probably do not have the ability to see her currently, but she is there and we will save her when the time comes. I just need to know what your answer is to the questions about the spread. Is Wit still in Cal's arms? Yeah, he's kind of laying there. He's kind of like kicked back. He's like crossed his feet at this point and is using you as a recliner while he's explaining the legal mumble jumble of everything that he just talked through. Uh, Cal just taps Wit on the head as he's cradling him. Please, dear Wit, please do explain to us what is going on. Why would we sign such a contract? What could we possibly have to do in this scheme? So as you're talking uh, and a- asking all of this question, the uh, sprint that had kind of surrounded the path to get to Yana and that had surrounded Odium and Wit for the most part kind of can convene into a little kind of puddle behind the group of them. And he kind of points off that direction and is like, this is why you sign the contract. If you don't sign the contract, those of you who have come in contact with one of these void sprin will be possessed by said void sprin, leaving this sanctuary. There's nothing I can do about it. Odium put a clause in the contract that we didn't see upon first examination of said contract, but anybody that comes in contact with this, with a void sprin, will unfortunately be taken by said void sprin. And he kind of looks at Zog and Elysian at that point, and he goes, I'm sorry, I couldn't tell you sooner it's in the contract. I'm oath bound. I cannot reveal that to you until we get to this point. The others of you don't have the same downside per se of not signing the contract, but I would push you towards signing the contract because this is the only way that we have found to combat the corruption of Dalcor or the dream world that the Kalish Star have been, uh, the blame has been pinned on for having corrupted the world. This is our way of pushing back. So I know it's asking a lot, but these will help you in the dream realm that you guys will come to find out sooner rather than later, but it's up to you. I can't force you guys to pick it, but it is what I picked because I choose to fight Odium. It's up to you though. And he's wanting us to literally sign this contract. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't say anything, just walks up, signs the contract. Cool. Elysian, what are you doing? Can we just uh, kill these things? The Void Sprint? Uh, I mean, we could probably kill these here. I have no doubt that you guys could handle them, but that won't stop a Void Sprint from uh, consuming is the wrong word, but attaching to a Void Sprint will find you. You have touched one. The only way to combat the corruption of said Void Sprint is to accept another Sprint into your being. Some people have been able to hold the Void Sprint off for decades and never see the corruption that they offer. Uh, Some crumble pretty quickly. Comes down to your will. So you don't have to sign and you could kill these, but there is always more Void Sprint, unfortunately. If one tries to bind me, can I just kill the other one? Uh... Theoretically, yes. Uh, I can't say that we have had anyone attempt that, but I mean, you seem strong of heart. Uh, I would say yes, but once they get their tendrils of corruption on or in you, it's very, very hard to shake. I will just throw that out there. 
Can't, it's not saying it can't be done, and I, for one, based upon how hard you shook me, le- are led to believe that you have the power to potentially handle these in your own time. Please don't shake me again. I think my jaw would fall off, but... That was nothing. I don't... Again, you do you, but I don't recommend going that route. But at the same time, we've never had somebody go that route. So I can't say that it is... I can't say that you are damned, but I can say that it is a tough road ahead if you choose to go that route. I'll do it. You'll sign the contract? Ah, yeah, what the heck? Um, He kind of pushes the contract towards uh, Dawn after Nalisian has signed it. Something that you note after Nalesian has signed, the word Bondsmith does pop up next to Nalesian's name on the contract. To answer your question, Yana, the dream stole a piece of me, and I intend to find it. That sounds heavy. Um, honestly, all this random shit's probably the best chance I have getting home, so I'm gonna follow this rabbit hole, I guess. Hand me the paper, you dumbass. I'll sign it. <laughs> so that was to wit, not I think that Dusk had the contract. Yes, yeah, 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 Dusk does in fact have the con not Dusk. Dawn has the contract. So uh, Wit kind of chuckles when you ask for the contract, you dumbass, because it's in this poor little 18-year-old tiefling's hands, not in his, and he kind of like looks between <laughs> Dawn be- and Yana and is like, this is for you guys to figure out. To, to be clear, my hand is out. My eyes closed, my nose in the air, my hand is towards wit to make it very clear who I'm talking to. <laughs> I will give you a second try. <laughs> wit kind of leans into Cal um, and is like, so he clearly couldn't have been talking to me as the dumbass, right? I'm I'm not the dumbass that he is referring to, correct? I do apologize, <laughs> Wit, but among the group here, uh, you do seem to be the dumbest of that ass. Second to the giant bear who might hey. know not much of. I'm not a bear. Is that the racist so, I assume low intelligence. So right when that happens, right when Cal says that to Wit, Wit like does one of those like jump things where he jumps up onto his feet and he walks over to Zog and he goes, apparently we're peas, in a, we're peas of a pod, Zog. They don't count us as intelligent and they count you as a bear. I don't know how intelligent that one can be if he thinks that you're a bear, but we're uh, apparently in the same boat. What do you say? Do you want to sign? And he kind of like nudges you in the ribs while the contract is being passed between Dawn and Yana. As Dawn passes the contract off, it does etch beside her name, Windrunner, as well. So, so far we have Nalesian signed with Bond Smith. We have Dawn signed with Windrunner, and now it is in Yana's hands. If I sign this and I get one of these things, are they going to talk to me? Uh, Wit looks at you with a blank expiration and is like, sorry, uh, I only speak dumbass, uh, so I don't know what you just said. <sighs> All right, what's one more, I guess? Then you should have understood it because Yana was speaking. That is incredibly rude. Oh, well, in that case, yes, it will bind it to you. Okay, what's... Do you know how to spell your name? I can spell it for you. Wit, allow me no, to give you on, the finger, on, on. you uh, so- uh, Wit is my name, so definitely don't write that. Your name is D-U-M, are you, why are you not writing? I wish I had my berserker with me right now. <laughs> Anyways, what's one more fucking voice in this world? Yana signs and throw, well no, doesn't throw it, because I'm gonna give it to Zog. I'm gonna walk over patiently to Zog, I'm gonna look at Zog in the face, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna reach up, I'm gonna 
grab his cheeks. Thank you for catching me. And then I hand him the contract. Wit tickles your armpit when you reach up. I've had enough of this fucking This guy doesn't get personal space. Who, me? We're peas in a pod. We have to stay together now, Zog. I'm sorry. I'll sign it, but I'm not happy about this. <laughs> well, you don't have to sign it. I think you could fight the Void Spring. We we came here because you told us about missing kids. Well, there were missing kids. You guys fed them taffy, I assume. Pickles. Pickles. Oh, uh, well. Those are the kids? They were some of the kids. There's a lot of missing kids. I feel bad for vomiting now. So are you signing, Zog? If you want to talk to me more about your choices offline, Zog, we can hold off on you, on you signing. If, if, if you don't think your character would, I'm happy to kind of give you a more detailed rundown of what you'd be looking at um, if you want to hold off for the moment. I'll have to read the descriptions a little more carefully, I think. I don't know. I, I feel like none okay. of them is a great fit, but um, I can, I, you know, I'll find the best one. Well, so with that being said, read through and... What we can discuss offline is you read through, tell me what you like and what you don't like of said certain classes, and maybe we can make an amalgamation of one that I didn't list, and we can fit it for your character. Because I want you to feel like you're playing a character that would make sense. That's all right. I'll figure it out. I'm just kind of not done, like, kind of, like, <laughs> with, with wit. I'm just, you got us here in false pretenses. That's not good. <laughs> You and me both are thinking the same thing, Bugbear. Zog. I don't like him. Know your name, Zog. I need Zog and Yana to roll me a perception check. <clears throat> 13. Okay. 20. All right, I'm going to message you guys on the side. But we will assume we'll get back to the whole Zog contract signing in a moment. Wit kind of shoves the contract towards Cal and is like, are you signing, old man? Cal sits there and uh, scruffles his big beard and thinks about it and looks over at Dawn. He says, if you're willing to embark on this quest, my dear, then I suppose I will aid you. I suppose there's... Yeah, what else do you have to live for, you know? That is true. There is not much else I had planned for my life at this moment, so why not meet more of these little fairies? There's not much left of it. Well... I'll show you a little singing man. <laughs> Fine, I will sign it. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. Is it better for me to... Do you guys want me to message... Corbin and Keith, do you guys want me to message you guys on Facebook or Discord? What would be easier for you guys? Either way. I, I want to get in the habit of using the dis of Discord. Okay, then I will yes, message so you guys both on Discord shot. because that's also the habit I want to get in. It's easier for me to keep track of everything there. So Cal signs. Wit takes the contract back. He rolls it up. He takes out his wax seal stamp. He stamps the front of it, and we'll retroactively go back, Zog, if we need to make any adjustments, um, because I really do, this is this is a big choice. This is, I wanna make sure everyone is comfortable and I can talk to you guys in more detail about the choice that is being made offline, but this is an important call, so I do wanna make sure we're shaping this call around what you, care, what you guys want as players and characters to make sure you guys are having fun, but that's kind of where we're at right now. He pockets it. What, uh... What class appeared next to Cal Sathars? And Yana. Uh, so next to Yana, the word Lightweaver popped up, um, and the class next to uh, Cal was Edge Dancer. So at that point, Wit kind of walks to the center of the group 
and he looks at you guys all in turn and he goes again guys it will all start to make sense in time i apologize i had to trick you i didn't have any other choice it will make sense i hope in due time for those that i have offended and or upset i am so sorry um if you take the time to get to know me i promise this is not who i normally am my little friend here can testify to that as you will come to find out but i want to tell you guys the journey you are about to embark on is not going to be easy there are going to be issues and or circumstances you guys are faced with that will test your bond with said Sprin that you have now signed a contract with. I cannot tell you the timing in which these Sprin will present themselves to you or in which timing you will come to embrace said Sprin. My journey spanned roughly about, I was kind of troubled growing up, but my journey with my sprint spanned about 10 years before I got to this point. I would assume, based upon the perils of the journey that you're about to embark on, the bonding of said sprint will happen quicker than that. Um, at least I hope so for the sake of Tezra. But I can say this with goodwill, you have the good faith of the Tezra people on your side. You have signed the correct contract and you have picked the correct side. Um, I hope you guys embrace the journey and learn to... Um, I hope you guys understand that it's sometimes about the journey before the destination. Um, it will help you embrace every aspect of what you guys are about to walk through. Hopefully this will make sense to you guys. And I am sorry, I can at least show you the way out of this house. I can at least tell you that the kids that you fed Taffy to have been freed from their imprisonment. So as much as I want to say that I led you here on false pretenses, you did do some good coming here. It's not the direction that I would have picked for you guys if I had any other choice but I do thank you guys. And I am happy to answer any additional questions that I can answer to the best of my ability. But I, you have to understand, based upon Odium's nature, there are some things that I can legally not talk about. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen here, Wit. I, you have lied to me at every turn over the past day. You know things about me that no one else does, and some would call me crazy. If you want to earn good faith with me right now, what is in your pocket? Um, he pulls out a sealed piece of paper and he goes, this is my contract that I signed. This is a contract between myself and Odium. It is the legal bindings as to why I had to operate the way that I did. Um, I cannot break the seal currently, but just know that that is what it is. It is my own contract that I signed. You, you of all people, should understand that it is what I was shouting at Odium about before your friends walked down the stairs. You have to trust me. I don't have any more than that. I cannot break. What happens if I break the seal, Wit? What happens if I break the seal? You feel like he wishes he could tell you, but nothing is coming out of his mouth. Well, maybe he could just give us a rundown of what is in the paper then. He doesn't need to show us, but maybe he could tell us. He shakes his head. He, uh, I, uh, I guess all of you guys roll me a perception check. Yama's not happy. 13. 23. 19. 11. 16. You guys get the impression that Wit is attempting. He wants to give you answers that he can't, essentially. But with that being said, if you're not happy, 
I, this is uh, DM to players. If you're not happy with that decision, I want you to take the actions that you feel fit to take right now. Nelesian will slowly reach out and see if he'll let go of his contract with Odium. He has not, the contract is still being held out. Um, he's not really doing anything with it. He's not going to stop me. I'm just going to keep reaching for it until he stops me. And if he doesn't, I'm going to grab it. Okay. So I grab it? Yeah, you grab it. I'll hand it to Yana. Yana rips it open. The minute that the seal is broken, Wit's eyes turn crimson. Smoke starts to pour out of them, and Wit's body melts. (laughs) Well, let's read it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll go. I really didn't expect that to happen. Um, Wait, did he did he know how to save your sister? Oh wait. Wait, I forgot about that part. Oh no. No, wait. I, uh, and I want to go over and try to like scoop up any of the wit goop and try to put it back together again. I had more questions too. Well, uh, there's no reason crying over spilt wit, so let's see what's in the contract. Um, he was going to get us out of here. So I'm <laughs> hoping to read the contract to see what's going on. You read the contract, and the contract... Oh, man. Um, (laughs) So the contract for Cliff Notes here is essentially saying the bearer of said contract, Soul, is tied to the completion of said contract, and that if anything were to happen to said contract before completion, um, the soul would be consumed by odium, and the spren serving said contract owner is corrupted, and that's about the gist of what you guys understand. This fault. And that's about the gist of what we could possibly understand from this contract, so... <laughs> Why would he let me take it? He didn't tell us that he would melt. It's his fault. I thought he wanted us to open it. Why would he let us open it? You know, that's how we do it, T. He didn't he didn't tell us. That's that's his whole MO. You know what? You're right. He had this coming. He didn't tell us a fucking thing the entire time. He just kept feeding us fortune cookie lines, thinking that would mean something. I've slayed a dragon. Well Kent did, but I was there and I helped, but he overestimated our, uh, our, our brains. This, uh, Yana tosses the contract in the puddle of wit. <laughs> well, I don't know. Honestly, I, I get the gist that Odium is not a good guy, but in this situation, it was hard not to side with him because I was hanging upside down because of that puddle. Nelesian has an idea. I Oh, I have an idea too, but uh, I don't know. First, do you think we should say a few words about wit? No. <laughs> I can bring my bagpipes out and we can, I can play a song. Oh, no, I have my lute too, so we can oh, play a nice little God. song. Oh, yeah. You oh, guys got to hear this. It's crazy. This well, I want to hear his bagpipes. While Yana, I would love to play my bagpipes. While Yana starts doing that, I want to walk over with my lantern over where we kind of saw a flash of dusk before and see if I can see her with my lantern. Um, so as you shine the lantern there, you do actually get a glimpse of dusk hanging upside down. Look what I have found. My bagpipes will come to a screeching halt. Whoa, 
Dusk, can you hear me? Dusk looks at you, but doesn't say anything and kind of looks slightly panicked, but you can't make out what she's saying. She's, her mouth is moving. You guys can't hear it. Does she look like a projection or does she look solid or something? Translucent. So not solid, no. Do we need both lanterns? Oh my God, she said, bro, she died. Oh my God, what am I gonna do? I got to cut that body, I got to... For fuck's sake, calm down, it's all right. We're gonna figure this out. Nalisin, I need you to figure this out. Count, please, I need the petals to count on the flowers. Easy, easy, please don't cry. But uh, Cal is actually looking to his shoulder and looking at um, his shoulder, very concerned, say, please, Please don't be sad. What the, What are you talking about? I'm sorry. What? She's a ghost. What? You are acting so silly right now, Mr. Wizard. I don't know what to do. Kill. I have so many sad people around. Please don't cry, Dawn. Um, here. And then um, Cal casts Minor Illusion and makes a little daisy in his hand. Let's look at the petals, shall we? How many petals do you see on the flower? It's okay. I can't, I, I can't see because I am crying too hard. Uh, 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 I don't think a petal uh, is going to help in this situation, old man. I'm going to walk over while Nelisian is shining the uh, lantern on uh, on Dusk. Okay. See if she has a physical form. Or if, okay, so uh, you're, re- you're reaching for her then? Yeah. So when you reach for... Dusk, your hand passes through. Oh, yeah. Something to note, your character would know this. You don't get that same sense of dread that you got when you passed through the void sprint that was in your way when you got there the first time, but your hand does pass through Dusk. Can anybody talk to her? That's not good. She's a ghost. She's a ghost? She's dead for you? She's a ghost and we're all out of ta- we're all out of taffy. No, that's not Zog. he's he's not what Zog. he means. That's we don't know that she's a ghost. Well look, and I'm just gonna put my hand through her head. <laughs> Zigzag, don't do that to her. Yana's gonna look at the what seems to just be the enchantedly bewitched cow and look to see if the lantern is on his belt as well. And if it's there, I'm gonna grab it. And I'm gonna walk over to Elysian with the second lantern. Yeah, Cal is um, very unaware of the grabbing of the lantern as he is still uh, very concerned by something on his shoulder and, and crying while looking at it. Please don't be sad. Yana, Yana's <laughs> gonna grab the lantern and just mutter to himself, I thought Master Gibbons was the worst thing that could happen to me. I'm gonna grab the lantern, I'm gonna walk over uh, to the Elysian, I'm gonna hand the lantern, I'm gonna say, what if we had the power of two lanterns? Maybe cross the streams if you catch what I mean? Do not cross streams on my sister! <laughs> yeah, Yana, that's a bad idea. No, use both lanterns, fine. I take Nelisian's lantern. No, you're not. Both lanterns. You ain't taking my lantern. No, I'm not. You're gonna fight me on keeping the lantern? <laughs> yes. I'm gonna take my lyre and go over to her crying and play her favorite song. No, watch watch this. He, see, he better fix it because he killed, uh, he killed Hoid. Oh, don't don't go beat go go and being team Hoyd Zog. I didn't say that. We, we all knew that he was that he was bad stuff. Yeah, I wasn't gonna kill him yeah. though. I, what, I didn't think I was going to kill him. Yeah, I was going to ask why he decided to name himself Hoyd. That is so silly. It sounds like an abbreviation for hemorrhoid. <laughs> hey, wait. What are your names? How could you do that, Yana? Oh, Nelisian, how dare you? You handed me the contract. Mm. 
but it was your choice, wasn't it? It was, and I stand by it. Yana takes his lantern, since the leasing's lantern is still in the area. And I'm still up. shining my lantern on her, Yana. Just put your lantern yeah. up. I'm putting my lantern up on her, too, to see if it changes anything. You don't need to grab my lantern, damn you. And you're not going to take it. Fine. Well, I have Cal's lantern that I'm holding up as well. Cal goes up to, to Yana, um, just kind of bearing over him with the kind of a deep frown and says, you, you made this little sprint cry. <laughs> How could you? You best make good use of that lantern and get us to our other friend. Your mustache is filled with snot. Does the light, does the light of two lanterns on dusk do anything? Does not. It, it's, she's still illuminated in her spectral form, essentially. But Cal, I need you to roll me a perception check. Wait, what? <laughs> Was it a crit? Yeah, <laughs> plus three. It's Wait, four. Is that... Wait, did he say a oh, one? Dang. It was a natural one, but I oh, had three. Man, okay. So I'm just going to throw this out there. This is metagaming. You guys are digging yourselves in the biggest hole imaginable. Based upon these... <laughs> I'm not going to go any further. That's just where you guys are in hot trouble at the moment. <laughs> but anyways... I didn't mean to roll a one. What? So... While this is happening, the lights... Okay, so the scene that we have right here feels like total chaos. It's everyone is kind of doing their own thing. Everyone's attempting to get to dusk. The lights are being shown in places. Cal's having a separate conversation here. You guys start to hear, for the lack of a better term, this crescendo of like, as this has happened, you're hearing more and more gusts of wind happening. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing's blowing. You just feel like there's this, like, essentially this tempest forming, and you hear a disembodied voice shout, Say the words now, or you're going to regret it. And that's all that you hear, all of you guys. You know where that voice is coming from, Cal. Uh, Cal looks to his shoulder. <laughs> Says, please help us, little sprint. Little Daisy, what do we do? What Through words? gritted teeth, you hear... Say the words. Trick or treat. The words. I need all of you guys to roll a perception check. 15. 11. 21. 8. 13. Uh, and then who are who's holding the lanterns right now? It's Yana and Nelesian, correct? Correct. Okay, I need you guys to roll me one more set of perception checks with advantage because you guys have the lanterns. Wow. 17. Thank God for advantage. Zog, as you say the words, say the words, you hear a voice out of nowhere say, Not those words, you idiot. The words. And what were your guys' roll with advantages? 17. 16. Okay. You see a glimpse in the process of attempting to line and cross your streams correctly. You see something shine on the ground on the other side of the puddle of wit. Way over there. Right there. Did you see that, Elysian? Yeah, I saw. What did you see? Something shining right over there. The sound of wind is getting to the point um, that it's getting hard to hear each other. You notice, Cal, on your shoulder, you start seeing 
specks of occasionally you see lightning crackling kind of like a deep magenta on your shoulder like specklings of lightning popping off where you know that the sprint is you are sparkling yana this way i'm right behind you delician he'll run over to where the light was shining and see what we can see with our lanterns. You stumble across as you guys approach. I'm going to assume it's the two of you and message you on Discord what you guys see. You guys can share this with the group if that is what you would do. That is what is written. While that's happening, I want Don to like come to a realization as she's <laughs> as she has her lyre in hand and is stopped, and she's gonna cast Fairy Fire close to where the ghost image of Dawn or Dusk was. Okay. You said fairy fire? Yeah, so it should illuminate any objects and creatures within that range. A 20-foot cube. So the image of Dusk has solidified a little bit, but you can still tell that it's not a lack of effort on your guys' part to get the image to solidify. It's just not going to do it in the present state. Yeah, I guess what I'm asking is just, is it illuminated right now with fairy fire? Like, are you looking to, like, be able to identify Dusk? Is that what you're trying to figure out? I want to see if she's an actual being or creature still and not just ghost specter thing. So she's not a specter, but it's not illuminating the same way that you would anticipate it if you had used fairy fire on somebody else in your party right now. So it's not an elemental spectral being, but it's less substantial than any of the physical people you see in the room with you. Okay. If that makes sense. Zog is currently illuminated. Wait, Zog, what? I'm standing the right there he, where he's, uh, in, yeah. he's in the queue. Yeah, I failed my save, so I'm Zog just like you're glowing. Whoa. You're glowing blue right now. <laughs> um. Hey. Okay. Perfect. So uh, I messaged both of you. in front of Nelician and Yana. That's what you see scrawled on a tiny bit of like stone tablet on the ground. I'll read it out loud. Since, well, I was going to say it's so windy, we need to make sure that we are projecting like, everyone, it's like the mustachio guy. Zog, come here. We, I'll go over. I follow their voice. <laughs> I go. These are the words. Life before death. Strength before weakness. Journey before destination. Everyone's got to say it. Remember, life before death. Say it with me. Life before death. Before weakness. Strength before weakness. Here we go. Journey before destination. Journey before destination. Here we go. As soon as all of you guys utter those words, the spring on your shoulder, Cal, kind of breathes a sigh of relief and is like, Yes, those are the words, you idiot. It took you long enough. I didn't know. And at that <laughs> point, all five of you have your sprint appear in front of you. But your sprint, Cal, is the sprint that belonged to Wit. Oh. And she's okay? She's okay. He takes her sprint, his sprint, and just cups her. Is there, there, little sprint. I'll protect you now. She looks at you and is like, You better, because I saw what happened to the last person you were protecting. And she points at the puddle of wit on the ground. <laughs> I will make sure Yana pays for his crimes. Hey! <laughs> the Choose your words more wisely. He says, oh. 
You turned her master into a puddle. Her master what led me expect? into a trap where I was hanging upside down for my life. If her master had gave me an ounce, an ounce of truth, I wouldn't be looking at the puddle of wit now, would I? Yeah, but hanging upside down is a lot better than being a puddle, you know? Tell that to your sister. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I know you're just a little hurt right now, but I'm actually being Sorry, like, oh, that was too far. It was too far. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we'll deal with it later. You will not do anything to the princess, Yana. <laughs> I wasn't going to do anything to the princess, We will have Gino. no more puddles today. <laughs> Well, if she's not going to lie to me, then she's not going to be a puddle. Now, will she? You could try. <laughs> she will not. Hey, no. Uh, what are your names? <laughs> Wait, are we talking about... Oh, yeah. I, I suppose now is a good time for introduction. Okay, so I'm actually very name. good with names and faces. And so I, I remember that you are Zigzag, and then the elf over there, that's Nasal, and then this mm. one is Yana. I like her. She remembers names like I do. <laughs> I know it's a natural. It's a natural. I like George. It might be easier for you to remember this. I'm Yana, and these are my treble men. I still don't know what that is. Oh, no. I can remember that. Yeah, there you go. That's all you gotta remember. Oh, so you are like their keepers. I am like the so? leader of this troubadour. I don't know this man. Of adventures, we're best friends. We're not. Okay, well, we Nasal, I am Dawn, and my sister over there, who turns out, I, I am very sure she is still alive, because I did a glow, like, on your big friend over here, Zigzag, and both of them glowed, so I think she's actually okay. I just need to figure out how to get to her now, but I am Dawn, that's Dusk, and you'll meet her later, I am pretty sure. <laughs> and then that is Mr. Wizard. Mr. Wizard, the emotionally unstable. Um, I am very stable. Just not uh, emotionally, I suppose. <laughs> um, but I am a stable man, I assure you. Um, as for the appearance of said Sprin that has revealed themselves to you, I have given Cal the information that he needs to know about the Sprin that he is now in contract with. You guys get to determine the appearance of said Sprin that you has appeared in front of you. Um, so if you guys want to name your sprin, feel free to do so. Alex, for your sprin as a whole, you have to accept the name of the sprin that I gave you, but you can change the appearance to whatever you want. I tried to leave it as vague as possible, but it has to have that name. Sylphrena. That's so pretty. <laughs> I, um, I cast a little minor illusion and give her a little dress made of daisy flower petals. Silfrena looks at the dress and kind of like looks it up and down and is like, I guess so. And the dress appears on her body. Uh, I want to continue going around and shaking the hands of everyone. <laughs> I extend my hand to Yana and give him a handshake, but squeeze it a little tight <laughs> and look him in the eye and grumble a little bit. Yana will squeeze even. And then I go up and- You're not giving me a chance to respond. <laughs> so I go, so go ahead. Yana will try to match his grip strength and obviously it's gonna fail, but he's definitely gonna wince as he goes, pleasure to meet you too. Kyle goes, <laughs> And then he goes up to the bugbear and says, pleasure to meet you as well. And then he takes a big whiff and says, Oh, delightful. Hi, wizard man. I, I knew a lizard man, but that's your wizard man. <laughs> that is correct. Thank you. 
very observant. You are smart. I apologize for my. Uh, it's a weird name, though. I mean, he's like a nine smart. Yeah, I do think it is worth apologizing for how I acted earlier. <laughs> I am so sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. We all act irrational when the ones that we love are in danger. If Rolo was here, I would have acted the same way. Don't worry about that. That Rolo is the little piece of hair in his in his bag. Zog, that's not your business to tell. <clears throat> um, I think. I then shake the hand of Nolisian and say, "Pleasure to meet you, headstrong man." You as well. Surely your name isn't actually Wizard Man. Oh, sorry, it was Mr. Wizard. Uh, no, but uh, you are welcome to. But I am Cal Shazar. It's a pleasure to meet you all. It. Uh, it appears we are all uh, perhaps bound by contract. Cal Shazar. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is, is that a wig? <laughs> um, and no. You look and uh, Zog is holding up a piece of birch bark and like looking th- looking past it at you with one eye. I don't think that his beard matches that piece of bark that you have, Yeah, uh, I got to stop doing that. The puddle, hoid. He was saying that maybe it's not the Kalishnar. But maybe the um, house, uh, I don't know if House Gondolin's still going to pay me if I bring you in. They don't know that it's not the Kalishnar. Well, uh, in fact, I do know a Kalishnar. In fact, uh, Mr. Zog, I did see you in the tavern earlier with a false Kalishnar, was it? It does not seem that your bark is up to regulation. It really isn't, you know. That's three times I've been shackled today, twice of them from him, thinking that I was a Kalishnar. Didn't it didn't work uh, the last? The third time was from that puddle. Didn't work the last couple of times either. I don't know. I need a better system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, quick question. A little bit of a meta game question. Is the other one still flickering out in the distance? The other what's still flickering? The twin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You still know where dusk is. Is she still flickering yeah. though? Uh, insubstantial is the best way to describe her at the current moment. Yana's gonna look at the flickering dawn. Dusk. Dusk. And he's going to look over at, at Dawn. Why are you both wearing the same cloak? Is that a twin thing? Oh, no, we just found it recently, and we used it to... Well, I talked to my sister when she disappeared, but then we both talked to our mother, Bunny, um, before that, because the cloaks let us talk to people far away that we cannot see. But I don't know if they can still do that now. <laughs> they allow you to do what now? Uh, we can talk to people that we can't see in front of us. Oh, uh, George does that, too. Can I... Can I try it? <laughs> Who is George? Oh, yeah, Yana. <clears throat> if we end up at the Lockwood Tavern again, uh, George is the tab that all of our drinks are on, who is also me. Um, can I can I see your cloak for a okay, second? Okay, but you can't say anything else mean to me because you did say a kind of mean thing about my sister being a puddle earlier. I didn't, I didn't, if I said that in reference to your sister, I I definitely did not mean to say anything about her being a puddle. Okay. I will do you have it. She's a ghost. But you have to give it back, okay? I will give it right back. Uh, Yana is going to put the cloak on for a second. Turn walk over here. I am going to reach into my satchel. I'm going to grip something quite tightly. And I'm just going to go. <clears throat> I don't know if this is going to work. Rolo, can you hear me? Rolo? The answer is yes. I have no idea of what happened to Rolo in the other campaign. So I don't know the state in which Rolo existed at the end of Keith's campaign. None of us do, to be honest. Let me message Clayton real quick. In the meantime, I want to turn to the rest of the group and say, 
Okay, well, I think the natural next best course of action here is I think that we need to go to talk to the Candyman, the uh, the dragon guy. Uh, what was his name again? Calcorex? Calc something like that? The stubborn lizard Alcorex. Yes, and well, because his friend is a puddle now. So I think that maybe it would be good of us to talk to him and say that his friend is a puddle. And maybe he knows how to get on that or dust back. And, uh, I don't know. I think that could be a next good course, course of action. I think it's just polite. Very observant, Don. I think that is a great idea. Thank you, Mr. Waitsby. Cal, can you identify things? Um, what sort of things must you need identified? I'll reach into my pocket and I'll pull out what appears to be a small railway spike about the size of my palm. Maybe a little smaller, about earring size. I would like to know what this does, if you can do such a thing. Well, I have spent many of my uh, most recent uh, time studying the ways of magic, so let me see what I can sort of assume of such a device. I'm gonna roll an arcana check. Got an 18. An 18? So what you see in front of you that Nelesian gave you is a earring. It's in the shape of a, ra- uh, a railroad spike, um, but it's about the size of like, for lack of a better term, it's the earring that people use when incre- increasing their gauge size, which is like almost like a cone where it increases in shape or in girth as you get towards the end of it. And it is known as the earring of pickpocket. This is the description of said item and what it does you would know this based upon your role cal it says while the earring is being worn the user will know the amount of currency being carried by any creature that you can see within 10 feet of you i tell him that ah it is indeed a earring of pickpocketing um this would look very good on you nilesian and i give him the information much appreciated cal zog says to uh, nilesian uh put that on and look at me real quick Okay, I'll put it in my ear and <laughs> look at okay. Wait, 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 hold on. Were your ears pierced? I, I was going to say, I have to ask, were your ears pierced? Because we had not crossed that bridge, I don't think. They are okay. pierced. You can get them pierced right now. Perfect. Me and my sister did our own. <laughs> Perfect. So as you do that, you remove one of your pre-existing earrings, you place one of these in its place, and you look at Zog. What are you trying to glean from him looking at you, I guess is what I should ask Zog. Um, what I really want to know is the the gold that doubled because of that box, does it count as real gold? So I don't know the amount of gold that you have, exactly but the gold that he registers on you is whatever your gold amount was without the duplicated gold figured in okay Mm. how much gold do you have i think it was 50 i don't remember what i got from the uh i didn't write it down i'll have to watch episode two again But, uh... Um, I can roughly guess. So you guys all had 75 gold from the chest on top of whatever you would have had in person, which I know I kind of like gave you the liberties of just assuming you guys had gold. For the sake of let's just make everyone even, assume that you started with 15 gold on top of whatever you got from the chest that you discovered. It's... I think that earring looks so good. Well, thank you. You really make it work. <laughs> I guess I'll keep it. And I want to hear your bagpipes. You really don't. <laughs> Do you want another earring like that? Do I want an earring like that? We could put it in the box. Is that how the box works? I don't know. Well, the, I mean, I got 
a whole bunch of gold and uh, another piece of hair that, uh, you know, the, the Rolo hair. But the gold's not real. What, do you have a special box? It looks real. Yeah, what box are you talking about? I'll hold it up. It's just, it's a box about the size of a board game box. And what does it do? Yeah, what is this box? Ah, is this a, um, some sort of arcane focus of yours? Or? Oh, I found it in this house. It's, uh, we, we put our valuables in it and it, it, it doubles everything. Let's put all our gold in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that was the first thing I did, and then, I mean, it looks real. We can probably use it. So let's put all of our sprint in there and make like a little army. <laughs> I don't know if that'll work. Would oh. that work? Oh man, I wish so I had gotten a sprint. <laughs> How to break your campaign with a single item? Well, go on. Box that doubles everything. <laughs> yeah. You can drive. Well, we should try to get out, right? We'll come back for dusk after I think we talk to the dragon candy man. Okay, so while all of this was happening, while all of you guys were discussing, talking about what you're doing, the elemental beings that were in this area down here have all condensed into a tiny little circle under where dusk is suspended in the air. You hear a slight whooshing sound and you see some illumination coming from the entrances to this cavern area on either side and the spren around underneath dusk slowly start to vanish as each spren is vanishing Dusk's appearance starts to waver just a little bit. So as it's dimming as the sprint are vanishing. Wait, what does that mean? Wait, she's going away. No. Cal? Cal turns to his sprint and uh, looks at her and says, please help us. What do we do? How do we retrieve our little friend? So I need all of you guys to roll me one more perception check, and then I will respond to that question in private. Nat 20 with it. Also got a 20. 18. 22. 15. Big rolls, big rolls. So everyone was above a 10, correct? Yeah. Okay. I think that's how I'm going to start shaping mass checks is I'm going to tell you I, what I'm going to ask instead of the number that you have, I'm going to read a number off to you guys and pretty much be like, show of hands, who's above a 12 or whatever it would be at the time. I think it just makes more sense than me asking each of you individually what you rolled. So nobody was below a 10. Um, so while all of this is happening you guys get a pretty strong whiff emanating from the right side of the cavern over here that is kind of what happened with the perception check is you heard faint noise you see the spring disappearing one at a time around dusk and then you guys get a whiff of smell coming from the right hand side it smells sickly sweet all of you guys recognize the smell um, as something you guys have smelled before, and that is all I'm going to give you. Stickly. Cal uh, scruffles his mustache under his nose, and he perks up, and he says, Dusk, come, come, follow that smell. Are you talking to me? Yes. <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go. Follow, follow that smell. Okay, yeah, let's go. Uh, I walk towards the smell. I walk towards the smell. What does it smell like? smells very sweet, very similar to something you maybe would have smelled on said food cart in Lockwood. Simple pleasures. 
AKA the taffy that you guys all at one point or another sniffed on your way through Lockwood. Smells like taffy and pickles. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice. Delightful. Rolo? Rolo, can you hear me? Yana? Rolo, I... heard you. <laughs> Rolo, is that you? Yes, it is me. What in the blazes? I thought for sure you were all dead. I don't... I don't know how long it's been for you, but, uh... For me, it's been a, a, a few weeks, uh, since uh, the portals opened up. Um... Are you, are you good? Yeah, I'm good right now. I landed on the middle of a ship, if you can believe it, in space. <laughs> uh, that sounds almost too good to be true. <clears throat> they call it the wild space. I'm on a ship called the Bitter Pride. <laughs> well, I'm happy to hear you're okay. I've been I've been wondering uh, how you were. I, uh, I got a couple things... I don't obviously I don't know where I am, um, and I don't I don't really know how to do this without you. Uh, but she followed me through. Um, and you know who? I killed her. She followed me through. She couldn't follow you through. Yeah, it's kind of complicated, but she's in my head. Uh, I have some new abilities since she's been around. Uh, but when she talks, I it all hazes out, and I don't know what to do. Um, and I'm just trying to find my way home. Are you, do you know how we got where we are? No idea. Okay. Um, and what was your ship called again? The Bitter Bride. The Bitter Bride? Have have you heard from the others at all? Do do you know? No, like I said, I thought they were dead. Never would have thought. I mean, I landed on a ship in the middle of wild space. Okay. I was lucky. I assumed you all were floating out in the middle of airless space. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm happy to hear that you're okay. I, all I've been trying to do is figure out how to get back home and hopefully you guys would be there, but that's not the case. That kind of makes things more complicated. Um, how, okay. Well, I'm glad that you're okay. Um, I met these, uh, this tiefling and she had this cloak and she said that she could talk to people. So I wanted to take a stab at it, um, and, and try to talk to you. Um, I know that we never really got along or at least you didn't really like me all that much, but I, I really wanted you to know that uh, I really I really appreciated uh, how you looked out for me. I know that I was a pain in the ass. I, I, I do know that. Uh, but being on my own again uh, really kind of sucks. And it kind of puts some things in perspective. And I just want you to know that I'm sorry. For what? For being a burden and not telling you uh, that I was enchanted. Oh, yeah. I'd already forgotten about that. The only thing that was a burden were those damned bagpipes. <laughs> Uh, those survive the, the transport. Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, I guess I'll let you go. Um, I hope it's not goodbye, uh, but it's been hard without you. You'll be fine. If you find yourself out in wild space, look up the Bitter Bride. Look for the Wild Bride? The Bitter Bride. Okay. Okay, uh, I'll do that. I'm writing it down right now. The Bitter Bride in space. Okay, um... <clears throat> Well, I I hope that you have fun, and... Wait, where are you? You said she survived. 
I'd... I saw her die. I killed her. And nothing stands between my blade yeah. and life. Well, we'll just have to chalk this up to one of those Yana moments. Uh, she lived, uh, and she's in my head, and she's screaming at me. And I don't know what that means, uh, but she's very intent on us getting back. And I would be very intent on staying where you were at. Not coming home? If that's what she wants, you cannot give it to her. What if I don't have a choice down the road? What do I do? You have a choice. To get home, you'll have to step through a door. Just don't. Or step through a different door. Maybe I'll appear here on the bow of this ship. Maybe. Okay. Well, I guess I'll look for doors. Um, I didn't mean it literally, Yana. Of course not. <clears throat> of course not. Yeah. Uh, I'll look for ethereal doors. And we'll just have to see where life takes me. Um, hopefully she doesn't get any louder. She's been getting louder lately. But hey, I have magical powers now. I am no longer a loaf in the battlefield. I vomited and I took, I helped defeat a mimic. You did. Do you not remember how I defeated the dragon? That was not you. That was Kent. That was me. Uh, well, Kent helped. He was a good support. Uh, that and was definitely if me. you recall, uh, I gave Kent the honor. It was I who killed the dragon. And I will not let you steal that honor from me or Kent. Well, I think we're breaking out a little bit. The, the cloak isn't working quite right. But I'll try to find the bit of right. Talk to you soon. Love you. Oh, God. In that moment, you guys hear the faint muffled scream of dusk. And that is where we are going to end the session. Dang. Nice. Is dust committing the smell? <laughs> she smells so sweet. Now you're sounding like a creepy old man. Right? <laughs> oh, come on. It's, but it's only because you said you were 75. You if you'd been a 45-year-old man saying all that type of stuff, I wouldn't have thought twice. I'd have been like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Ah, but it's only it. because you're 75 now. <laughs> she smells sweet. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Well, um, I have a feeling Wit wasn't supposed to die. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure we'll configure something around. Does that mean Algorex is going to be our guide now? I will have to decide. I was, I will say this. I was not expecting Wit to not be around after that session. <laughs> I have a feeling. Well, he's still around. He's just a little puddly now. Yeah. Well, I've got his fairy. Could scoop him into a bucket and carry him around. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Duplicate the puddle until we put him back together. Yeah, until we have all the pieces, we will rebuild him. Uh, I do have one question that it might be worth knowing uh, now. Yeah. Uh, do we level up from killing Hoyd? <laughs> you do not. <laughs> no, but I will I will be progressing you guys and level pretty quickly, to, at least to three, because I think three is where characters gain a lot of their flavor based upon decisions that you make at three with your like like bard college, you pick all that type of stuff. I think it just adds a lot of meat to the bone and then also the leveling back down again. But I do intend on leveling you up fairly quickly to three. Just anticipate the end of next session. You guys will be at two um, if you guys need to adjust anything. I don't think there's any major adjustments until three. Cool, cool, cool. Good deal. 
Great game, everybody. Nice meeting you, Alex and Molly. Ditto. Yeah. Yeah. Glad we're all together now. Did, did Does Michelle's character see any of this, or is she just blind to it? Her and I will be discussing that on the side, so you don't know if she saw anything. Yeah, we don't. Whisper, we don't whisper. tell her that Wit is a puddle now. He ran away. <laughs> I think I think she might hear she might hear an edited version of of what happened. Oh yeah, that's right. True. <laughs> I I will say this. That outcome was not <laughs> figured into 99 out of 100 scenarios I ran in my head. That the the circumstance that led up to that, there was a lot of things that went right or wrong that, let's just say like, I had had a couple of NPC deaths pre-written in my head on how I wanted to handle them if the time came. Turning Wit into a puddle was not one of those scenarios. Did Wit have a, a large backstory? I'm not going to tell you guys. You guys don't get to know right now. You uh, didn't take into account in your calculations that Yana was a variable. <laughs> Yana's a wild card. Yeah, I didn't figure out what Y equaled in this scenario. Y equals chaos. Yeah. He's an impulsive bitch. I am just interested to see how many more NPCs get killed due to Yana's actions. I'm, Yana's not taking the blame for this. This is on Wit. Yeah, you just gotta know if, like, a player doing X could turn someone into a puddle. That's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And like, we, if, if, if we don't, if there's like information that we don't know that we want to know, we're gonna look for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if, Don't worry. I have that information. I threw, threw a I threw a pickle at his head. It should be very clear that I was going to turn him into a puddle. I also tried to Eldritch blast him. So <laughs> did do that. Yeah. The intent was clear all along. Yeah. If uh, Dusk asks, he slipped on his contract in a rip. <laughs> Well, that does it for this week's Nerdy 20. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Remember, this is a product of the Nerdosphere. You can find us on the socials. If you really like what we do, be sure to leave a review. If you love what we do, visit us over at patreon.com slash the Nerdosphere, where you can find out how to support all of our content and earn exclusive perks while doing so. We appreciate a share. We appreciate a like. We'll see you in the next one.